This podcast contains some words and themes that may be offensive to some listeners and probably isn't suitable for little ears, or very sensitive ones. No my hi to my and welcome to Full Disclosure, a Stuff and Kale Productions podcast with me, Karen O'Leary. In this series, I talk with all sorts of amazing and famous Kiwis to find out how coming out was for them. This week on Full Disclosure, I talk to political journalist Lloyd Byrd. There was this moment there and I, I just knew I was gay. And I think it was it was like playing catch and kiss and I was like, I, do I get to catch, catch the boys and kiss yeah. them? And then I guess from such a young age, you realise that that's actually not okay. And so then you shut that down for the rest of your life until you battle and battle and battle and battle and realise this ain't going to change. I'm very excited to be joined by political reporter for News Hub, ex-radio journalist and host, and someone with, I'd say, one of the sexiest voices I've ever heard. And it is obviously Lloyd Burr. Kia ora, Lloyd. How are you? I'm very good. Have I actually got one of the sexiest voices you've ever heard? Yes, for a man. There's some sexy voices out there, though. Who would you choose? Like Mike McRoberts has got a sexy voice. Doesn't he? Not my cup of tea. Really? Sam Hayes? Sam Hayes has got a lovely voice. Most, I mean, if yeah, Paul Henry's got a pretty nice voice. Paul Henry? I don't, yeah, Paul Henry's got a lovely voice. Maybe it's just the nostalgia. I don't know, but I've never had anyone say that my voice is, well, actually a few people have before, but they've usually been quite drunk, but sexy voice. Thank you very much. You, you can take that. Put it on your CV. <laughs> Karen O'Leary. <laughs> sexy voice award. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're my only nominee so far. So oh, there you go. who else? Is, who else? Oh, there's no. Well, I've only just who started, else would there be? I've only just started the award. Okay. Who yep. else would there be? Um, well, I'm going to have to think now. I mean, there's lots of people with great voices, Basically, thank what, you. what I, mean, I can I, do. I didn't choose to have it. I was born with it. You were born with that voice? <laughs> no, <I> mean, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how did your mum find that? <laughs> mum. Yeah. Mum. You're my crying, eh? <laughs> 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 now, look, we could obviously, because we actually know each other, don't we, Lloyd? We do, yeah. In fact, I was, um, you interviewed me first time around, didn't you? Yeah, you came on um, the show. We went to a three and a half minute segment, but mm. it ended up being about nine, talking about the first season of Full Disclosure. And then we, That's, yes. And then we went out for beers, and then you've you you're now you've got your own TV show, um, with your sidekick Paddy Gower. Oh yeah, I forget he's on it. Yeah. No. Yes. Well, obviously we did have a great chat, and I think we had a really good connection. And mm. um, do you think that's because we're both a bit gay? Probably. I mean, that was I think how it started, right? You were doing a podcast about being gay, and, and I was gay. Yeah. Well, I am gay, yeah. and I. I think that's, we just cracked each other up for nine minutes in a studio and then our producer had to cut it off. You just said that you are, you were, and you are gay. Mm-hmm. Is that how you define your sexuality? Yep. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a gay man. Full stop? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a gay man. Okay, great. Do you um, want me to, like, on the continuum of spectru- sexuality? It's up to you. Some people think there is a, a continuum. Some people are very much, this yeah. is where I am. I think a lot of, yeah, it's hard for people who aren't, who don't move up and down the spectrum to think that there's a spectrum, right? Because I'm I don't move up and down the spectrum. I'm just like gay man. But there, I mean, I've got friends I'm sure who are <laughs> up and down the spectrum. Yeah, some people yeah. have got that fluidity about yeah. them, and that works for them. And for other people, like myself, I'd be saying, you know, I would be like, well, here I am, lesbian. I'm not going to move because I don't want to. Mm. But if you do want to, that's okay. Mm. What mm. about? Let's go back in time now. How old are you? 35. Do you mind me asking that? No, no, shit, no. Okay, great. No. How old am I? Um, 42. 45. Yeah. Close. Yeah, that's, yeah, thank you. That's good. You look, you look young, three years younger than you are. <laughs> that's, I know. That's all the moisturising I never, have never done in my life. Do you use a bit of Nashio? 
Or what do they give you at TV3 these days? Like heels or something. Heaps of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the big myth, eh? Yeah. Just because you're on TV, everyone expects yeah. you to be a millionaire. Yeah, no, that's not that's not true. Yeah. Um, now, look, like I said, we're going we're going to digress so much, and I love that. Um, but we're supposed to be talking about gay things, Lloyd. Yeah, sorry, okay? gay things. Let's yeah, yeah, just yeah. focus on. You need to think about penises and things like that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. when thinking about when you were a little, like a little boy with mm-hmm. that very deep voice. Mm-hmm. When do you think it was the first time you thought, hang on a second, I don't think I'm going to have a girlfriend? Uh, I think I knew that I was gay when I was about six and I was in Ms. Walker's class, which was probably year two, which back then was what, was that J2 back then? I yeah, think they J, called yeah, it yeah. J2 maybe. Yeah. Uh, at Tapuna, Tapuna Primary School. Yes. And Where's that? Just outside of Tauranga. Yeah. If you're driving from Tauranga to Auckland along State Highway 2, you'll go through Tupuna. Hey, I know where it is. Yeah. And They've got a good pub there. Yeah, my granddad built that. I used to go there with my dad. Yeah, the Tupuna Tavern. Yeah. Yeah, the Tupuna Tavern. It was my granddad built that. He has the house on the hill above it. Well, is your granddad still alive? No, nah, he's not. He passed away uh, last year. Oh. Yeah. So, well, my dad passed away too, so. Yeah. But we, they're both great guys by the sounds yeah. of things. And they both had great tastes in pubs because. Yeah. And the Top Twins have played at Tupuna Tavern. Oh, look. Yeah. So that's anyway, we're digressing, aren't we? Yeah. Anyway, so You're that's talking so, about going to Tapuna <laughs> Primary School. <laughs> this is going to be a podcast of tangents. This is going to be a seven hour podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's when I knew I was gay because I. Because, oh, you haven't said why yet. I just, I just did. I mean, I, there was this moment there and I, I just knew I was gay in that. So, as a six year old, you were aware of that being yeah. a thing. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it? And I think it was maybe it was like playing catch and kiss, and I was like, "I do I get to catch catch the boys and kiss yeah. them?" And then I guess from such a young age, you realise that that's actually not okay, and so then you you shut that down for the rest of your life until you battle and battle and battle and battle and realise this ain't gonna change. And then by the age mm. of twenty five, I was twenty five by the time I came out. That's twenty five. Yeah, quite late. What do you think? Why do you think? Or who do you think makes it seem like it's not okay? Whose fault is that? Your own head. <laughs> I actually, yeah. People say, "Oh, what is it? Society? Was it? Was there mm. some figure in your life that did you have a really overbearing dad or anything like that?" Nah. Like I had such a loving family, and they're, they're like I had such with such a tight family, great family, and all that. And if I'd come out at the age of ten, I think it, that would have been all good. I think it's just in your own head. You you convince. And I certainly did. I convinced myself that the world would hate me. Mm. And the older I got, the more intense that feeling got because you're like, I'm I'm so deep now. Yeah. I'm so deep in this lie mm. that I can't come back from it. And it, then it gets in your own head. And yeah, I was, I just started at the press gallery with Radio Live. So it was like 2013, 2014. And I remember started, I started having panic attacks and I was just mm. like, I was really anxious all mm. the time and I went to the doctor and I got, you know, anti-anxiety meds and went to a counsellor and stuff and I told the counsellor, I was like, I think the reason is is because I'm gay. And she's like, no, that won't be the reason. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm gay, but no one knows. And she's like, that won't be the reason. It won't be the reason. And um, This was a counsellor that told you Yeah, that? it was a, a, a therapist. A, yeah. A I'd conversion pay, therapist? No. I mean, it, <laughs> it could have been. It was actually not far from where we are here, but it costs like... 250 bucks and I was just like not on that much money and so I was like I'm not going back for another one so I only did one session with them 
because I couldn't afford to do it. And, and also, she also said, it's not that, so stop yeah. worrying about it. And then that made it worse, because I was like, oh, so not only am I gay and I've got this big secret that I've got to tell everyone, I'm also just fucked up in the head. <laughs> and the counsellor says it's nothing. And so anyway, I was like, you know what? I think that counts as wrong. And so I'm, I started telling people, I told my boss. Um, and How did you tell your boss? Um she was actually the first person that I told because she was she was having a bit of a rough time um, at that stage, and she was really good. She she was so open. We were both really open and honest and stuff. And yeah. I just I was like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm I need to tell you something. And she was just gonna she is so open and everything. So she was great about it. Yeah. Um, and then I told you know for all of my flatmates, just sat down with them one by one. I went into their rooms and was like, you know, um, this is the story. And they were all good. How and, did you feel when you were telling them? Um, were you worried before, like, were you nervous to oh, tell them? Oh, heck yes. Yeah. Heck yes, because this is something that you wished your whole life would just magically go away. Mm-hmm. You just wish it would go away and you could just become like everyone else and just be straight and you can have a wife and some kids and a, and a house and live the dream and happy as. Because all but, those um, heteronormative couples are always so happy, eh? Yeah, and they always those stay together. Straightos, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that, that's just, I mean, it's in many ways that was just the, you know, mm. you just want the easy option. Why not? And everything in life. But in that particular one, I was like, yep. I thought it was going to magically change and it wasn't. So anyway, coming out to your flatmates and they were my good mates as well. And so that was uh, quite emotional. I mean, I didn't cry, but it was just quite yep. hard for me to get the words out. Yeah. Quite hard for me to be vulnerable because mm-hmm. I hadn't been vulnerable that often. Uh, and then I, um, yeah. Facebook messaged my brother and sister and told them. Yeah. And they were all good. And then, yeah, they rang me and they were all good. And then I, yeah, that was like, how do I, how do I tell mum and dad? Yeah. And Did you say that to yourself or did you ask your brother no, and sister? No, I, I asked my brother and sister. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my sister had, she had just been diagnosed or, she, or the year previous, she'd been diagnosed with thyroid cancer and, mm. um, she's since had it removed and she's all good. Yeah. But, um, at the time she's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do it over the phone. Cause I rang mum and dad and said to them, um, I need to tell you something. I've just been diagnosed with thyroid cancer and they both burst into tears and they were very emotional. It was really hard for me. And then I burst into tears and it was really, really mm. hard. So maybe don't, don't call them and tell them cause it will be really hard for you to do that. And I was like, oh, that's actually a really good point. Um, so I, um, wrote this massive kind of big essay. Yes. Kind of outlining all my feelings and da 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 da. And I um, Facebook messaged it to my mum because that's how me and mum would message. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why we didn't text, but we just, maybe it's because she'd just got Facebook and I was like, oh, there's a single really messenger. Cool. And, <laughs> and so I um, Facebook messaged it to her on a Thursday night at about, about 8.30 p.m. Um, you know, I'd checked it over and I'd run it past my mates and stuff and checked it over. And I was like, oh, mum will still be awake. Yeah. Because she doesn't go to bed till about like 9.30, maybe 9.30, 10 if there's a good good something on the TV. And uh, and I sent it and then I didn't get a reply that Did night. Did she see it though? That's the, that's I the don't know if they had that function oh, then. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if the, this was what, 2013, 20, maybe 2014, they didn't have that function. And and so, and so I freaked myself. I was like, mum's seen it. Uh, and it. She hates me. And she hates me. And then so she didn't see it that night. The next morning, she didn't see it because I was like, she would have checked her phone in the morning before she'd gone to work. While she's at work, all that, she's seen it and she hates me. And then I didn't hear from her all that day. So that whole next, That's that Friday, hard. I was freaking out. Uh, and that Friday, was I, was I think I was just Snapchatting some random mates. I was like, I need it. And then you've got to go through the process of telling everyone, which is bloody hard. So I remember just like taking selfies and being like, I'm a pufter. It's official. I'm gay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think I sent one of them to my, one of my friends who I was quite nervous about because he, 
went, he's got quite a religious background. And I remember him telling me a story. He's like, oh, my dad, this is before I came up. He's yeah. like, my dad said, if I ever come home gay, he's going to kick me out of the house. And, you know, just, wow. and then he, one other time he's like, I just don't like gay people. Uh, and I was kind of worried to tell him because he's one of my good friends. But I told him and he was like, I think I just Snapchatted him being like, I'm a cocksucker. <laughs> and um, he's like, yeah, I know that. And I was like, no, legit, I am gay. He's like, oh. And then he's like, should we go to Ivy tonight? And oh, Ivy's a gay bar in Wellington. And sure he was is. the cool, it was just, he was, it was the biggest surprise because he was just, he was so open-minded and um, we had a great time. And they, that was the time when they had that big circular pool table at Ivy. Oh, yes. And used to, I mean, I love playing pool. I, I suck at it. Um, but it was good fun. And he was all good. And my mum still hadn't texted me. And, I, and then I was like having some drinks. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And then I and then it was probably at about 7.30 p.m. So I was a little bit tipsy. And yeah. um, then I get a phone. My phone goes and it's from mum. And I was like, <gasps> and then so I was like, I'll t- go outside and take this. So I went outside and, and took the call. And um, oh, so she rang you. Yeah, she rang yeah. me. Yeah. And she was all good. Yeah, it was, and she's like, "Look, I think I already knew," and and of course she did. Mums always know these things. Oh, mums know everything. Yeah. So did um, she tell your dad? Yep, she told dad, and um, dad didn't say much. Uh, he, I shouldn't. Should I say this? This came from a loving place, but yes. dad said, "Oh, can mum um, said, oh, for, um, your dad's got a question. Your dad's got a question." So like, okay, what what is it? Um, he wants to know: Does this mean you're now going to dress like a woman? And so, and, and mm. I, I mean, it sounds ridiculous when I say it out loud, but that, that's just that's just the mindset that who was in, and it came from a place of love and understanding and stuff. Yeah, and, or or even a lack of understanding or knowing. Yeah, some, yeah. People that are gay. Yeah, and, and that's, that that's exactly it. Yeah. And um and yes, yeah, so I was like, no, no, I'm not. I mean, I might one day, but <laughs> but I don't have any urge to do drag or um, I'm not. Yeah, it's like I'm not transsexual. Yes. I'm, um. Yeah, I'm not going to transition into being a woman. I'm happy being a man. I'm just, a, I'm a gay man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Yes. Do you want another very broad question? I've got a very broad question today. Go on, then. What do you know about sports? Up the wires, go the Black Caps, and don't forget Premier League football. Oh, you do love a bit of Premier League footage, do. don't you? What team is it that you're supporting Oh, uh, the current champions, Manchester City. I think they're pronounced Arsenal. It's pronounced Arsenal. Uh, but you know what's good about football? It what? They don't regulate sock height. I'm sorry, there's a sport that regulates sock height? Indeed there is, and it's cycling. That's very strange. Why on earth do they regulate it? Well, I know, but if you want to find out, you'll have to listen to the Big Stuff Quiz, wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, that's a cliffhanger indeed. The Big Stuff Quiz is brought to you by Melbourne Every Bit Different. I think it's interesting now that obviously there is more of an awareness of different expressions of gender and that kind of thing. People sometimes thinking that they're being really aware and and kind of woke or whatever. Well, often, especially with my partner, who is younger than me, but presents similarly to me, um, often people say, so are are you trans? Are you transitioning? Just because she looks like a butch lesbian. So it's like, well... Well, people actually have the nerve to say that. Yeah, because they, th- they think they're being like really open and oh, like, you know, gosh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, no, just just treat them like a human and be nice to them. And yeah. if you stuff up, they'll tell you. Yeah. 
Because that's the best way to do it. Probably let them tell you the things that they want to tell you. Yeah. Is this random people like you're at the supermarket and it's like, oh, hello there, are you transitioning? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's at the the supermarket. It's normally they look at both of us and then they go to ask her for ID to buy the beer (laughs) and then they say, oh, are you her mum? <laughs> Which I Has think is actually worked. Yes, that's happened Has heaps of times. Yes, it's happened more You get than... mistaken for her mum. Yeah. Which... <laughs> now, look, I hope that people have seen photos of me or seen me on the television and also have seen photos Hang of my... Much... So you're 45. How yeah. old is she? 13. No, she's not 13. <laughs> she's about to turn 30 next Thursday. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but she's also got a very lovely, fresh, young-looking yeah. face. But yeah, I, I do always wish when we're in the supermarket when people say, oh, is that your mum? I wish, there's someone at the supermarket said, oh, sorry, I have to ask, are you mother and daughter or partners? And I just wish we'd said both. Do people do this more now that they know, you know, you're on the telly and stuff? Did they do this before you were on the telly? They do, yes, yes. Mm. People are interesting, aren't they? They're interesting. And I guess you just have to... Instead of being angry and irritable, you just have to kind of just smile and nod and get on with it because it's just... You've you've got to just engage with people, you know, and then maybe next time they might think a little bit differently. Yeah, I'm not not that good at doing that, engaging with people. What what a load of absolute rubbish. No, but I'm... Yeah, but just randoms, I think. Oh, right. You you hate strangers. No, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't... I don't hate strangers. No. You just love politicians. I think it's just, um, yeah, when when you're in a job like mine or when you're doing radio and because you're talking to so many people all the time, everyone thinks that you want to talk to people all the time. But you've got to realise that I'm in here talking to a, like a muff. <laughs> I mean, talking to, <laughs> you're in here talking a, to a, a, muff. a muff on a microphone. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds even worse. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just in here talking, <laughs> talking to a bit of steel that's got some wires sticking out of it. And when you're on TV, it's just... Like some bits of glass with a black case around it. So you're not actually talking to people. You're talking to machines or you're yeah. essentially you're just talking to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I've been doing my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so I don't know. That's Yeah, I, so I do find but, public speaking and stuff quite hard because I, even though I do it every day, I don't often do it. See, I, would, I, mean? I find that intriguing mm. but interesting. Yeah. Um, let's go back to gayness. Oh, being gay. Yeah, 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 yeah. being gay. Yep. So you didn't come out till you were 25. Yep. Did you experiment with... Having like a girlfriend just to see what it was like. When I was seven form, I did. Yeah. And it was just a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I think I just, I, mean, I just wanted I wanted a girlfriend, but I didn't want to have to have Rudy Tooties. Yeah. And, and and she realised that and then dumped me. Which and I then, guess as well, if you being obviously a man, yeah, theoretically you should have been obviously for better or worse the driver of that. Yeah, exactly. I should have been. Yeah, I should have been. You know, the horny macho man. But I was just, you know, drunkenly passing her at the backyard of my mate's place, and um, and where was it? It was somewhere in Tauranga. Um, I can't even remember that. Well, I think it was Welcome Bay, that kind of area. Yeah. And I just remember being like, I'm not into this. Like, no. I'm, you sort of, with a pash, you know, and with that pash, I knew that that was just not my jam. So then. You waited and waited. That was seventh form. Yeah, and then I went to university, and so before you came out, did you have any experiences with men? Yes. How did you make them happen if you weren't out? They just kind of did, like just sort of. I know at Otago Uni being a bit handsy. Yes. And then kind of being like, mm, 
I don't know, you just, it feels like, it must have been like that back in the, before it was legal, you know, that not that it was, not that it was like yeah. meetups and toilets yeah. and stuff like yeah. that, um, you, you know, you didn't have like business cards, you know, but yeah. it was just kind of toga parties and drunken university parties and um, pub crawls and yeah, hop stuff like that. And there was also, I remember playing Spin the Bottle a lot and having to patch dudes and I was like, ah, you yeah. know. Do you think, like, obviously say, th- I'm thinking of what it's like to be in o- at Otago University, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's obviously. It's quite a macho, wow, it's kind of, it's quite a heteronormative university. Yes. So do you think those, the other guys that were playing um, toga grabs with you and things like that and spin the bottle, <laughs> were they just doing it because they were funny. drunk, funny guys thinking, well, this is a bit of a laugh? Or do you think there were more people that were actually thinking, oh, I really want to explore my sexuality, but I don't know how to do it? I'd convinced myself it was the latter, but it was actually the former. It was like, right. that, that, like to be honest, I was just having a laugh, just like I was having a laugh by passing all the chicks as well. So yeah. it was just, and it was a laugh. It was very funny. Yeah. And then that kind of was my, <laughs> I'd, I'd be the one that would suggest playing spin the bottle all the time. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just thinking about, so you've had these drunken spin mm-hmm. the bottle parties with Mm-hmm. Men, when did you have your first, or have you had your first proper romantic time I'm, with a man, I'm and how did it marriage. go? You waiting for marriage? No, no, I'm not. I'm okay. not. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty terrible. It was just like a, um, like a grinder hookup. Yeah, and it was pretty bad. It was just like, I don't want to get into the details. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> what what happened? But um. Yeah, it was over very quickly, but not for me, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I get exactly and, what um, you mean. And it was just quite emotionally unfulfilling. But always, How I did think, that make you feel then? Um, I had a bit of an attachment to that particular person. Yeah. But then I realized it was only because it was just like there's been so much, you know, water built up behind the dam yes. that needed to release. Yes. Sorry, that's a really horrible yeah. metaphor. No, it's just made me there think was, of something for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just had to make up for lost time that, you yeah. know. Yeah, it was like, yeah, you've had this. I don't want to make it. It just sounds gross. All the metaphors I'm thinking out of in my head. Well, it was like the dam burst open and off you went and yes. you made up for lost time. And I did. Yeah. It was, um, but yeah, it was, there was a lot of time there. And I, and I think that maybe that's what I'm like now. I just hate um, like I don't like like random hookups essentially because it's so emotionally unfulfilling. It's like it actually makes things worse. It's like, mm. Yeah, again, I guess it's almost like that thing of the continuum. For some people, random hookups and sex can be perfectly great for what in terms of what they want. Well, it was. It was great for me for ages. Yeah. Yeah, for years. But, <laughs> and now, it, but now you want to meet Mr. Burr. Yeah, you just want to, you want something more fulfilling, something more emotionally fulfilling. Because the emptiness gets, it just gets a bit tired, doesn't it? And and I'm you know and I'm I'm single and ready to mingle. Yeah. And it's almost like you get to a stage in which like I've been looking for so long that it's that maybe I'm going to be an unclaimed diamond for the rest of my life. Sometimes, Lloyd, though, it's when you stop looking that you find exactly what you need. Well, that's what everyone keeps telling me, and I've trying sto- to make and you I've, feel better. I've stopped looking for a couple of years now. <laughs> okay, well, hang on, look. Although I wasn't looking There's when I was at, at least seventeen people listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, if you do, you have a type. Um, kind, kind. Well, I'm pretty open, actually. 
I don't really know. I mean, the whole idea of a type, I'm just like, oh, because people on Grinder all the time are like, what's your type? What are you into? I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. surprise me. Blow me away. <laughs> yeah. Maybe show your face so I can <laughs> see, you know, that's a good sta- good place to start. Yeah, that, my type is I'm into faces. Yeah. yeah. I don't usually like facial piercings. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of a, a, a thing, but then. Beard or no beard? A beard or beard? What, sorry? A beard. Yeah, a beard. Oh, I thought you were meaning bed or no bed. Oh, no, no. So, yeah. Oh, we'll do it on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no beard. Um, I don't mind it. I mean, beard, bearded or beardless is okay. Um, like, tall or short is okay. Yep. Uh, blue eyes do things for me, but also, you know, brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone that can oh. give you a, a brown <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, about- I, like I don't have like it's like they it's not like they have to be certain things. Like I'm yeah. pretty open to them as long as they're a nice guy and they've got good values and their heart's in the right place and they're not going to be a dick. Then happy days. It's great because I guess I, I, was, I think about this because I historically, and you can tell me what whether it's the same for you. Like I historically, when I was came out as a lesbian and I was like, and obviously present fairly for what people would call you know butch. Um, I was said to myself, which I think, again, was my internalised homophobia, I, I, I don't want to go out with another butch woman. I want to go out with someone that looks like a woman, which doesn't even make any sense because mm. what does that even mean? So I would always either go for straight women or at least people that looked very straight from the outside. Yeah. Um, so for you... I'm probably of, of that same... I'm probably of that same ilk, and I don't know if it's internalised homophobia or if it's just that... Look, I'm just not that into femme guys. Yeah, right. I mean, if, I love hanging out with femme guys and stuff, but yeah. they just don't make my loins rumble. Like good <laughs> macho men like yourself. <laughs> no, but that's, the, but that's the thing. You, you, you're attracted to what you're attracted to. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you know, it's like saying. I, yeah, I, I just, I just, you know, like a, a big tough bush man. <laughs> a big tough bush man? Yeah. Okay, swan dry? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to have a beard, and probably a beard. Yeah, I mean, happy days because I have to shave for work. I hate shaving, so when you would have last seen me, I would have had facial hair. Yeah, uh, that's because when you're on radio, you can. I could be feral and Why stuff. Why can like you that. not? You're not allowed to. You mean you'd have to have a tidy beard if you're on the TV? Yeah, I think so. And to be honest, this is just <laughs> tidying up a beard probably takes a lot more effort than just going shaving away. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I think yeah. Just I do like manly dudes, but I think that's. Okay, well, just, just if anyone all... out there is listening and thinks they um, fit the the brief, mm. um, please get in touch. Um, you can call Lloyd. His phone number is... You can slide <laughs> into my DMs, actually. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, last time we had this chat, it was it was on the radio. I can't remember who it was. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was with Polly, and we were talk- We were swapping, not swapping, but showing each other dick pics that we'd been sent in our DMs. <laughs> but some people are... I've you know, never been sent a dick pic. Ever? No. Oh, have you been sent fanny pics? So anyway, or boob pics or yeah, of course, well, yeah, 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 yeah. From randoms? Oh, no, 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 oh. no. Should people be sending me those? You probably. I mean, maybe it's just women don't do that. But maybe not as much. I, yeah, I think it's probably less likely. Mm. But you know what? Your men are just horn dogs. I mean, the women you, are horn dogs as well, aren't they? So why aren't they sending you? Men, gay men can like go cruising, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Why don't lesbians do that? Do they do it? No. Do you, Not, well, I don't. No, I don't think so. I mean, surely they surely they must do it, right? No, it's, no? Just, it's just not a thing. But I've, I've, I'm trying to unpack why that is. Is it is it because of 
Have you ever met up with a, another lesbian and gone into a public bathroom and rubbed each other out? <laughs> no, not a, no, not a random. I guess no. we're allowed to say that. Sorry, that just we at this podcast, you're allowed. There is no nothing you're not allowed to say because we just cut it out. But do you do no. that? Do you? No, oh. no. I just I don't think that's a or common thing. Do, is that part of lesbian culture? Because gay gay no, man culture you know, is quite. That's yes. quite prolific. Yes, well, that's that's one thing. But lesbian culture, you know the joke. You, you meet someone, you move in the, ne- the next oh, day. The, the U-Haul lesbians. Yeah, so it's like, why How, do, how does that, why does that exist? Yeah. Is it because women have been told by society to be and behave in a certain way? Or is it just because that's innately how generally we are? And you I'm are. not sure. Is it is it men are hornier than women? I would Can't argue, be that. Yeah, well, I would argue no. I'd argue but, no. But then why... We why need someone then, to do some research. Yeah, that's it would actually be quite an interesting study. Why why do gay men feel they've got to constantly rub one out in public toilets all the time, but gay yeah. women don't? Okay, well, yeah. and, and maybe we can make a change. We can get more lesbians doing that. So, Lloyd, now look, obviously it's been great chatting to you. Do you think, is there any advice you'd give a young Lloyd? Yep, it's it would be... Tell your mum, tell your dad, or tell even if it's just like tell someone. Could be your nana, because I'd love to have told my nana Avis mm. before she died, but she, but I didn't. Yeah, because she would have been so good about this. She's you know she would have. So yeah, I can just tell them be vulnerable. It's okay to talk about your feelings to your parents. Yeah, and and it was. It's not like they created an environment that that was not okay because they did. That was a great environment, and it was all in my own head. It was like society says this is wrong. Mm. It must be wrong. Um, it'll magically change one day, Lloyd. Six-year-old Lloyd, just keep doing what you're doing and and talk to people about it. It's okay to be who you are um, and, yeah, people will love you for who you are because you're going to grow up to be a lovely, lovely man and you're going to meet someone wonderful in your life. Well, that is such true advice to give yourself, <laughs> Lloyd, and what a great compliment, it's, but it's all so very true. giving my future self false confidence that no, someone's going to come along or is it just, you know, positive thinking? Uh, it's positive. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And on that note, this has been a very positive chat. So thank you so yeah. much for joining me. No and worries. Sorry we got so t- off on tangents and stuff. I would blame me for that. <laughs> and also you. So look, it was a it's team a effort. It's but been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. And I'll see you for a beer at some stage soon. Happy days. And we can just keep talking rubbish. <laughs> Thanks, Lloyd. You're the best. No worries, thank you. This was Full Disclosure, a Stuff and Kale Productions podcast. Thanks so much for listening. There's a new episode released every Tuesday. You can find them at stuff.co.nz forward slash full disclosure or wherever you get your podcasts. If you follow us on Apple or Spotify or any of the podcast apps, you'll get the latest episode delivered automatically without lifting a finger. Thanks to creator and producer Kate Langdon, Stuff producer Jen Black and executive producer Chris Reed, and audio editor John Ropiha with original music by Eilish Wilson. Matiwa Aotearoa. If you don't have time to read the in-depth stories or you just prefer to listen instead, The Long Read From Stuff is the podcast for you. Each week we showcase one of our excellent pieces of journalism, telling important or entertaining stories from the world of crime, sport, history, culture and more. You also get to hear from the journalists themselves about how they uncovered the story and how it came to life. So for your weekly dose of long-form journalism, beautifully read, subscribe to The Long Read From Stuff wherever you get your podcasts.